Welcome to the InPharma Technologies podcast. I'm Gareth McDonald. Drug makers whose sole focus after the patent gun is fired is on getting the next new product to clinic as quickly as possible may be shooting themselves in the foot, according to industry supply chain consultant Headley Reese. Reese, co-chair of the joint FDA Javier University Global Outsourcing Conference this month, told in pharma technologists that supply chains should be a key consideration for all drug makers at the earliest possible stage. Well, I, I think we have to remember that it's the supply chain that actually delivers value to customers. So what a customer receives from the pharmacy shelf is actually the net result of the end-to-end supply chain from raw materials all the way through to intermediate active ingredients, uh, finished products. So any business who wants to maintain sustainable competitive advantage has to be able to sort of satisfy customer with cost-effective, good quality product. And I think a lot of the issues that we have with patent expiries is because the industry has not actually done the underpinning work to increase effectiveness, efficiency of the supply chain so that it, it can make good margins on what it supplies to patients. So you spoke there about the effectiveness and the efficiency of supply chains. How did we get into this trouble? Well, I think if we go back to um, the history of the industry, the problem with patents is that once the patent gun fires, it it has an effect of uh, engaging the industry in two behaviours. One is to get into the clinic as quickly as possible, and so little time is taken in the early stages, which, which are the critical stages for supply chains. Every other sector works very hard at the concept and the early design stage to make sure they structure their supply chains. Because of that rest in the clinic, that does not happen. The other thing that happens is to reduce the impact of any failures, and we know the attrition rates in this industry, the industry engaged in a huge outsourcing exercise on a very tactical basis. Now, the the experts in outsourcing say that unless you do it very carefully, it can be a very risky business uh, because once you hand over control and power to third parties, you can get locked in to cost, you can get locked into poor quality and processes, price escalation, you know, and disconnection of the supply chain. I think outsourcing, as we've seen it, uh, has left us with probably the most disconnected supply chain in any any industry sector the world has ever seen. What are the other key issues that affect the pharmaceutical supply chain today? Well, I, I think it, it all stems from that. It's the complexity of the supply chains that, that we now, now have. As we develop drugs, for some reason, developers seem to go all over the world to make the various products. They tend to be very wide in the, in the suppliers that they use. They tend not to take a strategic view of sourcing. So, so we find very often that API suppliers or even excipient suppliers do not get involved until too late when it comes to specified materials. This is a conversation I constantly have with you know, companies like Calicon and those companies who are world experts in non-active ingredients, excipients. They just don't get asked you know, what particular specification would be suitable for this tablet as opposed to that. So it, it's not engaging the right people at the right time in the development of the product. And um, beyond that sort of engagement, what else does the industry need to do? Would modernisation, for example, help? Well, I think the regulators have set down guidelines, which are very helpful, but the industry has to, has to move those forward. The, the guidelines are like a highway code, but you, know, you really have to learn how to drive properly outside of what's in, in, in the highway code, and only the industry can, can do that. And I think what the regulators meant by modernization was actually to work like other industries, the ones that are, have been exemplars, like the, 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 the Japanese, Toyotas, Nissans of this world. They had to totally uh, redesign the way they made products. They had to actually put the responsibility for quality on the people actually making the product. They had to take a long-term view of manufacture, design for manufacture, 
as I say, engage the right people. It's a fundamental change of paradigm from, from the old mass production way of working to a much more aligned, lean, value stream uh, way of working. Okay, finally then, um, best case scenario, assuming the industry is able to make these changes, what are the potential benefits for drug makers and indeed patients? Well, I, I think if we engage in the re, reintegration of the supply chain or building strong strategic partnership between contract manufacturers, contract research organizations, uh, third-party logistics providers, so that we had much more uh, robust quality systems between them, much more shared processes to work together, we would then see much less complex supply chains. We'll see less opportunities for these significant compliance gaps we often see. And it would be much more difficult for criminals to work in the industry through counterfeits. But I think ultimately we will start to develop fit-for-purpose products to customers on a consistent basis. So the industry has work to do, but the benefits are there to be seen? Absolutely. Headley, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks, Gareth. For InPharma Technologists, this is Gareth.